Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Santa's Secret Bistro. <laughs> Santa's secret a bistro. bistro. Shh. Secret. <laughs> Se- secret escapes. Secret escapes. Guys, guys, You've got to escape Santa's secret bistro. <laughs> so it's a saw movie. <laughs> um, uh, as you can obviously tell, we're doing Hallmark Christmas movies. Yes, uh, and uh, and joining us to help us create this incredible subgenre of heavily sentimental, but also just like usually quite bad movies. Um, we have Eden MW. Hello again. Let's well, make some garbage. Let's make some garbage. <laughs> yes. Like there is a place in the world for garbage movies, and it's the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> And apparently now Netflix. Yes, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> Netflix is now the junkyard of of terrible film ideas. But from 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 the looks of it, Netflix at least are doing high concept, which you know maybe we should be aiming at, right? Yeah. Um, because Hallmark aren't going to want our aren't going to want Santa's Secret Bistro, uh, but maybe we could pitch it to Netflix and they might they might give it a go. Netflix will give you put, two sequels if we cast the right people. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and only two. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no less from from Netflix. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how seasons of Netflix get to season three and then they either stop or get considerably worse? <laughs> <laughs> they get their budget cut by three quarters. Yeah, by the third <laughs> one, you're kind of a bit bored of what's going on. Like Stranger Things season three was the worst one so far. I feel like and the then, one exception to that is uh, Bojack Horseman. Is is season three of Bojack Horseman um, horse but happy? Horse horse never Did happy. Mix it up. Or... Horse never happy. Spoilers for Bojack. Horse never happy. <laughs> so Santa's secret bistro was given to us by Podhaven. Thank you, Podhaven, for that title. Uh, friend of the show, I think uh, Martin Bryson runs that. Good show, uh, D&D podcast. They have The Haven, which is a, a, a D&D podcast, which is yes. really good, yeah. So, um, thank you to Podhaven for giving us that title. Uh, shall we get on with some... Hallmarkable mentions? <laughs> sure! <laughs> We'll go with that. <laughs> that was the, the, the concentration on your face. Uh, I hope yeah. you leave that silence all in <laughs> for when you tried to form a pun around the word Hallmark. Oh, I, yes. I, need, I need the listeners to know just how long we sat in anticipation for that. Tom's eyes flicked up to the left-hand side like, mm, all... so these are our honorable mentions uh so yes everyone got in touch with us on our social medias facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and twitter at life's a pitch show to give us titles every week uh and we just read out a few more and pitch a few more before we move on to the main feature pitch from podhaven santa's secret bistro so Shall we get on with some uh, more pictures before we get on to that one? Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. So from Ross Originals, we've got A Town Called We Hate Christmas. A Town Called We Hate Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a trap right there, isn't yeah, it? That is, that is a trap. That's a, that's a trap. Someone's been like, let's make the hardest Hallmark movie to make. <laughs> Because you can't save a town called We Hate Christmas. So I'm thinking this is a uh, this is a sequel to uh, Deck the Halls. Um, Deck the Halls, a, a film about a town that bloody loves Christmas. Yeah, and and Danny DeVito and his family move to uh, um, move to this town, and Danny DeVito, in a very sort of life's a pitch move, 
wants to set up a, a Christmas light display that can be seen from space. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's a real film. It's on Amazon Prime, I believe. And, and that's and his only motivating Netflix. factor. That's Danny DeVito's only motivating factor that's, in that movie. That, that's such a such a you guys film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it's fast becoming one of my favourite Christmas movies. Yeah, we still need to watch it this year, actually. Yeah, it's oh, it's so good. Matthew Broderick has got the biggest Christmas lights display, and then his next door na- his new next door neighbour Danny DeVito comes in and uh, and tries to outdo him, <laughs> and it's it's great. <laughs> Um, so yeah, how is this? How is this a sequel to that? So Danny DeVito moves to a new town, <laughs> right? Where it's called We Hate Christmas, and they are not kidding around. That this town was named that uh, a, a few years ago because it's just like we don't want anyone coming here who likes Christmas because we all hate it. We've all collectively decided to hate Christmas. Um, we're just going to be getting on, doing our own thing. Working down the coal mine, maybe doing other things. It's a, other, it's a coal mining town. Coal yeah. mining town, yeah, yeah. A coal mining town slash uh, gold mining town as well. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know, of course, Tom. Yeah. You know why it's a coal mining town. You know why they hate Christmas. Yeah. If they get put on the naughty list every year, that's a whole load of coal. That's a that whole is a lot, lot of coal. coal. So this this town has this town survives by hating Christmas. Their entire economy. Because there's no coal mines in this town. They're, they are a coal <laughs> no town with no mines. Their so, entire so... economy is based on hating Christmas. So Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito turns up. Yeah. yeah, Danny DeVito turns up and everyone hates him because he's super Christmassy. And the more you hate Christmas, the more coal you get. Yeah. And so, like, it's, it's they, just they, like well, everyone hates actually, it. Actually, I, I take that back. There are kind of mines in that they have had to build massive holes in the ground to fill with the coal they get from hating Christmas that much. It's kind of reverse mines. (laughs) It's a a coal landfill. (laughs) So Dave DeVito and his family drive into this town and all they see is these giant holes filled with coal on the outskirts of this town. The the old coal holes. (laughs) They've got Michael Bublé blasting jingle bells on the on the car radio <laughs> as they're driving, and they've got they've got fairy lights all the way down their people carrier, yeah. um, and and like it can be they're, seen they're from just... space. <laughs> I reckon they've, they've got, got like they've got like you, you know you know you know in Mad Max you've got those cars with the with the the guys that play the guitar flamethrowers on the front. Oh yeah, they've got one of those except <laughs> it's a Christmassy version of that. So instead of spikes, <laughs> it's fairy lights. Instead of guitar flamethrower man, it's Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> it's just actual Michael Bublé. They've got Michael yeah. Bublé strapped with chains to the front of the of the van. Not chains, with, fairy lights. With fairy lights. <laughs> fairy lights. Yes. <laughs> Chained like with a, fairy lights to the front. Yeah. Like a ship's like a ship's prow ornament. He's like he's like the, he's like the mermaid on the front of the ship, just like singing jingle bells for his life. Yeah. Have a holly jolly Christmas. He's singing. <laughs> There's, and there's, they, nothing, so they, there's nothing funnier to me, Michael Bublé-wise, than him being forced to sing against his will. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Who's gonna learn a lesson here? Are we are we gonna do a reverse Hallmark movie where Danny DeVito learns to hate Christmas to save Christmas? Like these people are going to are going to die if they don't have the coal because it's their industry, right? Yeah. Like, um, and so if that shipment doesn't come in. Like, oh boy, it's their bad entire economy news. dies. Yeah, like we're talking about the 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 rust belt of America, the real, the yeah. the sad old industrial, and this is the only mining town that stayed alive because of this unique gimmick that they've created. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember, but in in the film Deck the Halls, Danny DeVito does have this demeanor that is very mischievous. To the point of, we don't know if he knows he's doing these things intentionally, yeah. or if it's just an accident. So it's like, it's like he—he's either incompetent and doesn't really understand people, yeah. or he's a massive gaslighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, gonna assume the first one. <laughs> <laughs> it's you can assume the first one, 
but like if you watch the movie you can read it both ways so so i'm thinking he sees these giant holes filled with coal and gone hmm if i like those then maybe my house will be seen from space (laughs) is that's what he wants every year now that's what he wants he just wants his house to be seen from space you, so you, like maybe his his mission isn't to make his house be seen from space. He wants to extend. He wants the town to be seen from space. <laughs> so he 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 his job is to turn like so he like he has to basically turn their entire economy from a coal based economy to a tourist town based entirely on seeing the holiday displays from space. <laughs> the internal the eternal flame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, okay. So, right. Space is one thing, right? Like yeah. we we get it. We get it. We get it. Seeing your house from space is one thing. Sure. We've, we've all you been did there. that. You yeah. did that last last film, Danny. Yeah. All right. What he wants is way more than that. <laughs> he wants aliens to be able to see it from further away in space. Right. Because so if you think about that's it, that's still space. Right. Yes. But here's the thing. <laughs> You, the More further space. you get away in space, the less likely you are to be able to see Danny DeVito's house. What, right? what if he wants his house to be seen through time? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I don't know a, what a that means, so but bright. it sounds really cool. <laughs> it's going to become the origin of Christmas. Yes. Everyone's going to forget about da- baby Jesus. <laughs> his That's house so comes. That star yeah. above above Jesus' birth. <laughs> that <laughs> was Danny's house. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone's gonna forget about BB Jesus. That's uh, for some reason BB is how Danny DeVito says baby. BB <laughs> Jesus. BB Jesus. I want my house to be the star on the nativity. <laughs> so he just starts lighting up these coal pits that this this town has been just setting them so on fire. <laughs> I think yeah, that actually, it. that's in character for Danny DeVito's mischievous character, right? Yeah. He sets on fire the current reserve of coal, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so so like he's achieved his goal early because this is how you do sequels, right? Yeah. You go, you 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 say people are like, oh, it's just gonna be the same thing again, and you go, no. He's achieved his goal in the first five minutes. Now he has to reckon with what he's done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It was too easy for him to, to have his house seen through time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got it. Now he's he's got to put up with the, the mob at the door wanting to hunt down Di DeVito. And, uh, <laughs> and I think, I think they, they chase him off into the woods. Into the woods? Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. But here's the thing, they chase him off into the woods. Um, but they they learn to be Christmassy about it somehow. <laughs> like their community spirit of coming together. They were previously so they were all that kind of like they 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 all don't trust each other, right? They can't cooperate. They they don't like each other. They hate Christmas. They hate joy and all that stuff because they've got to be so anti-Christmas. Well. In coming together to chase Danny DeVito, they start to form traditions and give each other presents and 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 sort of like and bask in the in the firelight of of, of their their pits burning. They, they learn to work together and come together as a community to crucify Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes. So so he's just like the Messiah at the end of the film <laughs> in a loincloth on a crucifix. Danny DeVito is just there. And, and when they and they've crucified him on top of a hill and then when they get back to town loads of presents. Yeah. Yes. Santa's brought a load of presents and they realise oh my goodness He's brought us a lot of wind power. <laughs> <laughs> and all the tourism, because it can be seen through time. Not only have yeah. we got people from today, but we've got people from tomorrow and yesterday. And people, the day before. People are going to come from miles around to see the skeleton of Danny DeVito on a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> 
People people come from miles around to see that thing that they can always see in the night sky. <laughs> <laughs> the crucifix of Dai DeVito. It's just, it's just a skeleton on a cross with his glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hair's still there as well. Oh yeah, the hair stays. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, that was a town called We Hate Christmas. <laughs> um so from Aunt Wilson we've got I fell for you like a person on ice. I fell for you like a person on ice. Hmm. Okay, so we I feel like we need to recapture the hallmarkiness. Because yeah. we lost, we lost the whole mark. We've lost it in the last few. So okay, um, I, I've been, tr- I've been trying to, I've been trying to inject big Christmas lessons so, into every one of these. So, oh, so this, oh yes. So this one begins. It's New York. Of course, it's New York City. Why would yep. it be? It might be filmed in Toronto, but it's New York City. Um, <laughs> and. Oh. Or Vancouver, probably Vancouver, Vancouver, right? Probably Vancouver. So we 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 open with our our protagonist played by uh, Zoe Deschanel. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes is a uh, an intern at a place trying to get on a proper career ladder. The place where she works isn't important because it's just a generic. I want to break into this industry kind of role. They're, Could they're be at anything. Offices, they're doing something. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a business. Yeah. Um, and she walks down the office, and there's just a load of people at desks. <laughs> yeah. Every every other employee is Vincent Adultman from from BoJack Horseman. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <laughs> I just remember, that's three kids in a trench coat, isn't it? It, it, it you can't prove that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So uh, and then like the, the 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 work Christmas party has been announced, and she doesn't care about Christmas. Of course, she doesn't care about Christmas, and it is at an ice rink, and so so it's the big the big the big outdoor ice rink in New York that's somewhere, um, and she it's outside the Rockefeller Building, isn't it? Yeah, yes. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. Um, so they go, York. they go. So they go down to, uh, down to this ice rink, and she is terrible at it, and she she keeps falling over, and then this handsome man that is, you know how like KFC keeps trying to make Colonel Sanders sexy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. we're doing that, but with Santa, and <laughs> okay, that yeah, is yeah, the man Santa. that helps her up. Yeah, we do that. yeah. <laughs> who's um, who's I, I, sexy? Who's well? Well, who's Mario Lopez man? is playing uh, Colonel Sanders in that like. In that Hallmark KFC movie. Oh yes, we, do we make it Mario it. Lopez again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if 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 there's a fucked up movie from movie premise, we get it. <laughs> we got like I'm, I'm five, on the same page. Five separate messages about the film Freaky, which is Vincent Vaughn <laughs> in a Freaky Friday, where instead of instead of body swapping with like your parents or something, it's body swapping <laughs> with a serial killer. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um so, yeah, so she she's like I hate Christmas. I'm falling over on this ice. Is she like a boss of some kind or is she is she like I oh, pictured her she's as like she's she's the young intern trying to break into this industry. All oh, she wants yeah. is to become the boss, but right. she's not there yet. So everyone's laughing at her for falling over. Yes. Yeah. And she's like I hate ice skating. I hate everyone here like I uh, like I I'm going back to do some bloody work. Yeah. Yes, and then she falls over, and then who picks her up? But Mario Lopez dressed as Santa, as sexy Santa, <laughs> yeah. sexy Santa. He's got his coat undone so you can see his six pack, and, and he's and the reason he's the reason he's picking her up is because he's like, I'm sorry, we have to clean this part of the ice. <laughs> he's a lowly, he's like a lowly, um, you know. Uh, ice cleaner at the Rockefeller he's, Center. He's the Zamboni man. <laughs> yeah, like he's just he's just like maintaining the place, right? Like he's just um, he's just like uh, there to like make sure everyone's. Safe. He's the equivalent of a lifeguard. Yeah. Yes. 
Make He's sure an everyone has a good time. An ice guard. <laughs> an ice guard. That sounds way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> an ice guard sounds like a like a fantasy. I imagine a spear or a trident. Yeah, he's, he's got like an ice spear um, and, and a, <laughs> like a, a, a glass suit of armour. He comes out onto the ice. It's like, <laughs> hello there, little lady. I'm not sure what Mario Lopez sounds like. <laughs> In my head, it's Billy D. Williams for some reason. <laughs> hello there, Fine. little lady. Maybe it is Billy D. Williams. As <laughs> <laughs> the hot Santa. As, yes. This film. As the, mean... the hot love interest for Amanda Bynes. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, like, I don't know who these people, what these people look like. So all I'm imagining is, um, is, uh, Joe Leguizamo in the Mario movie. Oh, yes. Well, Billy D. Williams was Lando. When he he was young and hot. Yeah. (laughs) Billy D. Williams was Lando, yeah. Yeah. He said. And uh, actually, I think John Leguizamo is better. So he's like, Can I help you there, little lady? I don't know what he sounds like again. (laughs) Just gives, gives his hand, and she's like, Oh, it's. Bizarre to me that, uh, like, John Leguizamo, is it, sorry, John Leguizamo, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, that he's gone from being this, like, heartthrobby hunk to essentially playing, like, mousy gangsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, where does Luigi fit on that continuum? <laughs> Luigi's <laughs> at full hunk mode. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi is hunk. <laughs> Luigi is hunk. That's the takeaway from this whole episode. <laughs> so yeah, he, he he picks her up and uh, sort of puts her to one side and goes, "You you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, I hit my head real hard." And I think they they sort of build a relationship, or or like she keeps slipping over on the ice. Like when she's walking to work, she keeps slipping over on just bits of ice, or even not on the ice. Just falling over from standing, and 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 John Leguizamo is always there to pick her up. <laughs> yeah. He just swoops in to yeah. to, to and, catch her. Like and then he's gone. Batman. He just says, "Are you okay?" And then he's just gone. And every time she's like, "Oh my god, that really hot guy picked me up and and talked to me for a bit." And then she goes down to the uh, to the ice rink and go, "There's someone who works here who looks kind of like the guy who played Luigi in the Mario Brothers movie. Do you <laughs> do you know anyone?" <laughs> Who who works here and and uh, Tina Fey who who works at the ice rink? She's like, eh, there was a guy who died like uh, twenty years ago, crushed by crushed <laughs> by the ice. Um, he looked kind of like the the guy from the, the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> he done got Zamboni to death. Then <laughs> she's like, does does he also look like he could have been in the Romeo and Juliet? Baz Luhrmann movie as well and she was like yeah yeah I know the guy I know the guy <laughs> so previous to that right so previous to that she has stormed off hmm. right um, out of the party because what happens is she falls over on the ice someone cracks a joke and she gets so annoyed at it because she didn't think anyone ever should be here because we've got a big deadline coming up hmm. right um, that she storms off goes away right then she gets called into the... Next day, she gets called into the... Then she she slips on the ice on her way out. Everyone laughs because she's being angry at them. And then uh, that's when Johnny uh, Gizamo um, picks her up, right? That's the that's the timeline of events here. Yeah. Next day, she gets... Um, she's, she's hurried off. He, he, he patches her knee up or bandages her or whatever. Um, and and they, they kind of have a moment, mm. you know, a, 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 a meet-cute sort of situation. And then um, uh, she she goes and she gets called into the office of John uh, John Goodman, her boss. Yeah. Um, and he says, you know, uh, we named this character no. Amanda Bynes. <laughs> you know, Amanda Bynes. Uh, I was very disappointed to see you leaving so so early at the Christmas party yesterday. Big Corp conglomerate is uh, <laughs> is is a is a family. We I like to think of us as, as a family. Uh, over, uh, around this time of year, we like to get together, and uh, I'm I'm sorry if 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 you can't uh, buy into the community spirit, then uh, you're not going to go very far here. I I suggest you start making uh, uh, start uh, thinking about other people. Um, 
and then she's like, oh, no, my, my, my job's going wrong, right? You know, like, my, this internship I've got is going wrong because I can't, can't, I can't kind of cut loose, you know? She's too uptight, is Amanda Bynes, for a change. It's <laughs> one thing people always say about Amanda Bynes. <laughs> she's too uptight. <laughs> Well, she's in all the movies. She's far too uptight. Way too for these, tightly wound. For these sloppy people. <laughs> oh, she goes, goes into a ridiculously, like, uh, low-class c- community, and she always is too uptight for them. That's her thing. <laughs> she that is, is so thing. like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing you can say about Amanda Bynes. She's the most like other girls. She is. She, um, she is just like other girls. girls. <laughs> she's ditto from the Pokemon movie. She is. She's she is just other girls. Uh, that was not a relatable. Uh, not that many people have seen the Pokemon movie. Uh, not the Pokemon. The, uh, Detective, the Pikachu. Detective Pikachu movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's. She's. Her. Her internships on the rocks. She's looking for Joe. Uh, Joe and um, Tina Fey's like. Yeah. Yeah. Someone died a little while ago. Uh, <laughs> And she's like, I want. I need him to teach me how to ice skate so that I can get in with this. <laughs> That's the thing. That is the thing. That is the thing. She wants I need to, to learn pretend, how to ice skate. I need, I need to pretend to be having fun, she says. Oh my God, I've been there. I've, I've been there. <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah. I need to pretend to be having fun at these gatherings and they always seem to involve ice skating so i just thought you know if i could use that as my hobby then <laughs> i could i could pretend to john goodman that i'm having fun yeah and and john leguizamo's yeah. character this this hunk of a luigi man <laughs> is uh, is really good at ice skating and he, he needs to teach yeah. me so tina fey's like come back at midnight <laughs> <laughs> he, he always shush your, shush your hand. Uh, she, he always turns up at midnight. She thinks she thinks <laughs> this that ghost Amanda... always turns up at midnight. Like she, she's... Yeah, she, she thinks she, she thinks he's, uh, that, that uh, Amanda Bynes is like on a ghost hunting expedition or something. <laughs> I just love how she buries the lead on the fact yeah. that, that he might be a ghost. And then that, nah, he's de- he's definitely a ghost. Definitely appears at midnight. That's. <laughs> no, I think, like, think she, she says it in a sort of like dismissive yeah yeah maybe come back at midnight and his ghost will appear or whatever just to try and get rid of this random woman that's oh, like yeah. I need to find Luigi to teach me how to triple axle she gets it every day she gets it every day people looking for this, <laughs> this, this Rockefeller ghost I need <laughs> Luigi to teach me how to triple axle please Tina Fey <laughs> <laughs> so we've all been there so, yeah, so I, th- I think the rest is just a montage of Luigi trying to teach uh, how to triple axle, and I think the film then becomes like her trying to triple axle, her her trying to make <laughs> <his> triple axle. <laughs> it completely deviates to, to the point where yeah. you're just like, what, what was the start of this movie like? <laughs> so, so she gets she gets invited to a no- yet another work Christmas do, right? It's they have one every week at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, like this is a no no we're in october like, <laughs> they do the big run-up <laughs> yeah as soon as that ice gets laid down they start having big glomcorp uh mm-hmm. starts uh starts having its christmas parties mm. and um uh and and she, like john Gumman's like i hope i'm gonna see you there uh th- this evening um uh, amanda bynes uh uh, you, I hope you're you're you've, you're learning to uh, to to get along with all the other people in the office. And uh, she says, uh, yeah, yeah. And then she realizes, remembers that she's planned to go skating out on a frozen lake with 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 Leguizamo, right? Mm. Um. So she like with, with the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, like, she she planned a date because obviously they've fallen in love at this point, um, and she says, "Oh, like, I'm sorry, I, I I have to go. I'm late for this for something else." And he's like, "But we're about to go down there. We're about to get in the in the big limo and then go and <laughs> skate." 
skating the big competi- the big competition between us <laughs> and and Omnicore. Um, <laughs> she uh, and 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 is like, well, uh, if you're not gonna come to this thing, then you're fine. And she's she's like, well, so be it. I've got to go and meet my ghost boyfriend. <laughs> Fire me if you want, but I'm gonna go and meet my ghost boyfriend. Anyway, uh, he's like, well, all right then. She goes, he goes, in the end, it turns out, maybe they were were to meet on the roof. Does that make sense? They were going to meet, they were going to have their date on a roof? That, 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 That tracks for Christmas in a Hallmark film. Yeah. And, and so they start like dancing on the roof because they're having a nice time, right? And then, um, they realize that it's really icy up there. Right, so they break out there. It's been raining. It's frozen over. They break out their um, their ice skates and they start like dancing, and then a camera somehow is like pointed from a, from a helicopter is supposed to be looking down on the ice that night, right? To as a, like like a jumbotron. Okay. But it, it's it's looking down on 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 them dancing, but it it can only pick her up. <laughs> So, so she's dancing alone. She's constant triple axles. She's just triple axling over and, and over John again Gumman's on the like, ice. She did it. She did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So many <laughs> axles. That's what I wanted to see. Someone with drive and hobbies. <laughs> I think. Okay. So are they? Are they on? So, so, so they're on the roof, like of the Rockefeller Center, just like near this rink. Is that where they are? Yeah. I because they. Like, yeah, they're, they're on the roof of the rock. Once, stars, once she realizes that they can all see her just triple axling on the roof that's also an ice rink. It's it's been raining. It's frozen. Ah, I over. See. So I, I think the the big climax is she she does a massive axle off the roof onto the <laughs> ice onto the ice rink at the bottom and just this like like 12 dodecan axle (laughs) all the way down and And, and like you you could just see like the the, the ghost of Luigi like gently like gently gliding her down so she doesn't break her legs (laughs) and then she just lands in front of a bus I thought she was gonna die in order to be with Joe Legazamo for the rest of the rest of time. Did you just say lands in front of a bus. I think gently twirls down off the Rockefeller Center and then I think they meant John Goodman in front of her boss. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. sure. She glides down and then gets hit by a bus, and then she's with John. Yeah, and then her, her and Luigi get to get to axle the night away for eternity. <laughs> yeah. For eternity. There you go. <laughs> or she wakes up and she's in like a full body cast, and John the Grizzly Armo is the nurse. After. <laughs> I also died in this hospital. <laughs> He's the ghost of New York, is John the <laughs> There we go. So that was I fell for you like a person on ice. <laughs> Thank you, Aunt Wilson. Or how I learned to or how I learned to relax and, and triple axle. <laughs> to to relaxle. <laughs> So thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week on our social media. Remember to go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. If you want to give us titles at any time um, based on the genres we ask for every week. So yeah, we do enjoy reading them. Uh, if you haven't had yours read out, we do uh, we do read them all and uh, yeah, just have a, have a great laugh about it outside of the show uh so yeah uh, please please continue to give us your titles uh so shall we move on to the final major pitch of this week looking forward yes, to it yes so from Podhaven, we've got santa's secret bistro Shh. santa's secret bistro <laughs> Shh. Secret. oh sorry sorry didn't realize i didn't realize um, so, <laughs> Santa's Secret Bistro. Okay. Part, firstly, this this ticks so many Hallmark boxes, right? Mm. Not only are they do they have to save an establishment, mm-hmm. yeah, right? That's going to be ailing, yeah. But also, um, the 
it, it, it's got a kind of like you, it's got learning to love Christmas baked in. But moreover, it's got a bit of a lighter pitch side, which is what does Santa do with the rest of the year? <laughs> he funds that. He funds the. He funds the uh, does does he fund the bistro with the toy factory, or does he fund the toy factory with the bistro? Ooh, that's a great question. Which one's a hobby and question. which one's the? Uh... Which one's the side oh, hustle here? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I think I think the toy factory does, doesn't make a profit, right? So, because mm. um, he gives them away, so it's got to be the bistro. And if the bistro is under threat, and someone who doesn't like Christmas has to try and save it, then there we go. We're going full Hallmark. Mm. Everyone, yes. check. Get your Hallmark movie bingo cards out. You could cross out six boxes with that one sentence alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, who's playing Santa in this uh, in this movie? Hmm. We've already uh, we've already used John Goodman, which is a shame. Yeah, um, that's a shame. And we didn't even use him for Santa. Yeah, <laughs> he's just there. Um, um, Nick Frost, he does a good Santa. Oh, Nick Frost and Santa, <laughs> yes. He did a good Santa that one time. Yeah, I okay. like that. Um, and and uh, let's let's uh, okay, we'll call it like uh, Little Klaus's Bistro. Is is the name of this this bistro, right? <laughs> And the owner doesn't, um, the owner's, you know, th- uh, this old, old fella who's, you know, he, he, like, he's got a lovely set of uh, uh, recipes. Is that some in the um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's got a lovely set of recipes. Oh, <laughs> set of recipes as Nick Frost. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've always said he's got a lovely set of recipes, Nick Frost. <laughs> um... So what does a bistro do? Because I don't know what a bistro is. It's like a like a cafe, but fancy like. Ah right. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a cafe that like specialises slightly more in, in in Italian food. So it's in central London, then I would imagine this uh, this bistro. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's sort of one of those places where you have to go upstairs. It's like a, only a only a single door, and then you've got to go up the stairs to uh, to this bistro. Okay. Yes, and and it is. I don't know uh, who's who's gonna make a good, oblivious American businesswoman. Kate McKinnon, or yes. sure. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Wiig. I, I, Kristen I, like, Wiig. I think Kristen Wiig. We we saw this movie on Kristen Wiig in a relationship, like, like a rom com featuring Kristen Wiig by Hallmark, as as told by Lisa Pitch, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Kristen Wiig is she's a big business lady she's she's uh even maybe even she's like uh she does the promos for gordon ramsay or something like no no not gordon ramsay he was american version of gordon ramsay uh no you can use gordon ramsay he's basically american yeah now. yeah he's yeah he's true well known in america he's probably more well known in yeah. america than, than in england now, than here yeah, yeah but it's just he has a he has a restaurant in london which i you know yeah. like, i would like to travel with. she she's Guy Fieri's agent, and um... <laughs> no, not Guy Fieri. I can't, we can't, I can't position remember, I, Guy I Fieri a, as the villain. A, uh, I saw a guy do a stand-up no, as to what, like, why do we hate Guy Fieri? The guy was just no, 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 following no. his dreams. Guy Fieri's don't, awesome. Don't, he can't be the villain in anything. Guy Fieri isn't isn't the isn't the villain in this. No. He's just her job. Right? Okay. Like what I'm trying to say is she's so LA. Yeah. Right? She's so LA. She's such a, an agent. She's like, so coming to London for Christmas mm. is a real novelty. And we're gonna get a lot of mileage out of, of Kristen Wig being Oh, the British are so different to me. Oh, okay. Um okay. There's, there's gonna be a lot of that stuff, mm. right? Because we need to make London feel like a quaint place for Christmas rather than a metropolitan city. Yes. Yeah, all right. Because like it's for this to be hallmark, London has to feel like it did in the Christmas. This in a is Christmas in London. Yeah. <laughs> this is like this is we have to... day Dickensy in London where we have <laughs> exactly big business like big business the the walkie talkie building the gherkin Alan Sugar and also child labour. Like, that's... <laughs> yes. We, yeah. we, we've got the gherkin, we've got the shard, but they're all thatched. They're all thatched roofs <laughs> in Dickensian buildings. It's, it's snowing. <laughs> People are ice skating on the Thames. Yeah. There's... We've just CG. We've just CG a thatched roof on top of the gherkin. 
one very triangle big, that's just hanging off It's it. just one very big thatched roof to a, to, <laughs> to a tiny little building on the bottom floor. That's a lot of thatch. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, gotta have a lot of spare thatch, what can I say. There's four strong BMWs being pulled around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got an idea for this world. So. It's, it's a, it's a it's, horrible mashup of the, of the present and the past. basically... It's basically Jacob Rees-Mogg's dream world. <laughs> I was going to say, child labour's back. Yeah. Score! <laughs> There's giant factories, like, churning out smoke off in the distance. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the opening sort of paintings at the beginning of Mary Poppins just with more modern day buildings just dotted in <laughs> that's what we're seeing here oh, yeah. um, so, so Kristen Wiig is big businesswoman and what happens does she go into the bistro by accident or something I think so yeah I think she, like she wants that, to right? find uh, uh, an extremely uh, twee little British cafe to have her lunch. So of course chooses a bistro. Um, yes. Maybe 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 Guy Fieri is um, thinking of like having a franchise, having a Flavor Town UK or something, right? Mm. Like yes. he like and, and so she's out here like oh god I'm over in Britain for Christmas like uh flipping egg. I'm I'm she's like I can't believe I've got to come over here to these tiny little places and find out about their food so I can you know figure out what 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 Fieri's doing I guess she's a producer I yeah. I can't remember the name of um <clears throat> that you know that chain of of take it's like it's like I basically just googled Southern Greggs because that's what it is. <laughs> Isn't that just a pret? Pret pret uh pret pret a manger pret a manger Southern oh, Greggs. Oh, you mean you mean you Southern Greggs McDonald's cafe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that lovely twee little cafe pret a manger. Yeah. Well, like, like she's sick of going to pret a manger for, for lunch, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so she finds this little bistro, just sort of in between. It's it's like a kind of like it's magical in between two prets. <laughs> yes, it's in between two pretamanges. You know, like like Stuart Little's house is that little red house between the two big greenhouses. Yes, it's that, but it's two prets. <laughs> one tiny little secret bistro. Yes, yeah. I love how I said Southern Greggs, and you all knew what I was what I was yeah, talking about. Pret. Yeah, pretamange. Two two. Two prets, both alike in dignity. Yeah. Um, so she walks in there with Guy Fieri, and and it's like this, this quaint little like cozy bistro. It looks it looks kind of like a, a a pub, but also like an old timey restaurant. I mean, I mean, it fits in with the aesthetic we're going for very very nicely. But um, she sat there and she's like, "This is a wonderful place. It's it's amazing." The soup here is is delightful. It's like a spiced carrot soup that she has. Yep. It's it's warm, and and she she eats it and just like and she immediately gets sent back to to her childhood. It's like it's like oh like the end ratatouille. of ratatouille. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she gets sent back to her childhood. And it's like this is brilliant, and and uh, she. She then just completely ignores Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri's like, "What's going on? What, what are you doing? Oh, is he here? Is Guy is Guy Fieri here? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, is Guy Fieri in this, in this film? <laughs> I thought she was on. She was ahead of him. Like, we don't move, Guy. Oh, yeah, she, she, she's she, we, she's on she's on a location recce. Right, she's, she's okay. going ahead. Okay, and then she's just inspired by this place. She's too busy to yeah. she's too busy to get take care of her family. Um, and and she's just sort of rushing around. She's not even in New York for Christmas. She's in London looking for the next yeah. best place. Yeah. She rolls her eyes. And, restaurant. and she's like, you know, the, the food's great here. Like, um, maybe I'll, I'll put this down on the, on, on the list. But then um, she, as she's 
she says the food's great here, but she's like been waiting a bit too long for mm. um for it, and so she's like, ah, the service isn't good though. Like, come on, I'm click click click. I'm a business lady. Yeah. I've got to do things. Like, um, uh, and and as she's like, I'll, uh, uh, whatever. I'll just leave some m- money for these people and 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 go. She turns round and um, old Nick Frost. So, so the person who's been serving her is, I think, has to be a romantic lead here, right? Mm. Yeah. I think. I don't know. Is Nick, is Nick Santa the romantic lead here? Yes. I don't think the Santa should be the romantic lead here. <laughs> okay, it's. I think Harry it's uh, Santa's niece. Yeah, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah. So, okay. Sure. Um, uh, Harry Styles. Um, is um, has been serving. He, he's gone for, gone out for a bit, and or like he hasn't come back for a bit. And as she's leaving, she like flings the door open, and up from the from the cellar comes Nick Frost, mm. right? And the the door knocks him backwards, and he goes, oh, oh, "Oh, I've hurt my back," sort of thing, right? Like because he's old, he's old Nick Frost, and he's he's not sure he's gonna be able to. To keep the bistro open, he does all the cooking. Oh god! So, because he's he's hurt. Yeah. Oh no! Exactly. So now she's caused this problem, <laughs> and and there's I imagine at this point there's been a few rom- romantic sparks with Harry Styles. Yeah. We haven't characterised him in the slightest. <laughs> oh, yet. oh um, I don't think we need to. It's yeah, Harry he's, Styles. He's a, he's a, <laughs> He's a romantic lead in a Hallmark film. That is his whole character. <laughs> he's just sure. he's just really good looking. Like yeah. that's it. That's, he's uh, the hot one. <laughs> yeah. He's he's hot. Um And 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 she says she says, Well, I mean, have you got a car or something to, to get him to the hospital? And Harry's like, No, we don't drive, we live in London. Uh, and London. and she says, Well, I oh, come on then, I've got my BMW horse-drawn BMW outside <laughs> that, I'm, that I'm renting from Jacob Reese Mark, and um, uh, and and so she like takes them out and uh, takes them to the hospital, um, and is uh, you know at some point there's a moment where they're looking at each other while 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 Nick Frost is in the is in the hospital in the doctor's room, and Harry Styles is like you did a real good thing tonight you know like uh, and she's like hey I'm just I'm just I was just feeling bad because I made him jump, you know, because I made him actually uh, so surprised that he put his back out or whatever. Tomorrow I'll be another in another part of London looking for another restaurant. And he's like, well, you know, if you get you get lunch, I want to show you something. And uh, and that's when the first date happens, right? Like, that's mm. when the sort of, like, he's, he's like, it's not even a date. He's like, you know what, Nick, if you come by another time, I'll show you something you might find interesting. And, then, of course, they meet again by coincidence because it's the Christmas coincidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other, the where other else? Hallmark film we could have uh, we could have <laughs> Christmas coincidence. So, yeah, what, what what's the next point at which they, they meet? Um, okay, so this isn't Guy Fieri looking for a new restaurant. This is Guy Fieri looking to do a UK series of diners, drive-ins and dives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's why she's looking for places. She's testing places out to take him to, to try food. So th- she thinks the best place to find the, 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 the little restaurants, the little d- dives and stuff is the wholesalers. So she basically goes to this uh, massive Victorian yeah. Costco um, <laughs> Massive Victoria. It's it's the workhouse, but it's just people loading. They've all got. They're all Amazon branded. Yeah, it's the Amazon branded workhouse. <laughs> she goes to, and that's where she runs into Nick Frost and Harry Styles, um, pushing around. I don't know, uh, eighteen hundred carrots for eight pound or whatever. Well, yeah, because because of course Nick Frost is in a wheel. He's been pushed around in a wheelchair because he's done his back. Yeah. So Harry Styles is pushing around Nick Frost, and then Nick Frost has a big pack of carrots on his, yeah. his lap. Yeah. These are for the reindeer, he says. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, "Oh God, you're a weird guy." <laughs> um, so the, and then so- and then a conclusion to the film happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I guess we're kind of running out of time on this one. So, so she she says um, she says like, oh, you want, uh, 
this is when they meet, right? Like, and as Nick Frost is paying something, um, uh, I guess Harry Styles says, "I want you to. I want. Let me show you something." And and it's like he 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 takes her out to show her like. Um, I, I guess it, it'll be like something Santa related, something Christmassy related, right? Like, yeah. uh, something that it's, proves Nick Frost is Santa. It's the, the star the... on the top of the London Christmas tree. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was least... say, like the, the 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 back room of the bistro like leads to the toy factory up in the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's you know, it's and he takes her there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's like not dressed for it. She's like, "Oh, that's cold." And he's like, "This bistro, if this bistro closes, so does this place." Oh um, yeah, you know, and we're keeping all these kids in work. <laughs> <laughs> if the bistro closes, then these kids don't have a job. We're, we're we... keeping these kids out of the workhouse by painting them green. Yeah, we, we call, <laughs> giving, we call them, them elves, but they're wages. just children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giving them fair wages. Uh, this is this is the best. This is the best employment opportunity that these these children have. Yeah, <laughs> they all get to play with the toys when when they make them, uh, and it's it's just a nice it's a nice working environment. We're the last uh, ethical. We're the last ethical employer of children. <laughs> everywhere else is just literally, yeah. It's it, like it's constantly. It's like everywhere else employs children, but like they don't treat them well. They're they're going into into factories, sort of getting in between all the machinery and stuff like that because they're little. Uh, it's very much yeah. like that sort of ending of Snowpiercer, where the kids sort of in the in the machinery yeah, sort yeah. of making it clean and stuff the kids in this factory they all get christmas bonuses um <laughs> they, uh, they they're wearing they're wearing little little green and white striped suits yeah um and they're all walking around like oh that's very good and it's all like automated because it's like we've got a weird future past thing going on so like <laughs> it's all like automated they're just looking after the machines yeah they're, yeah they're, they're, right, it's creative industries they have these kids working to design toys not like doing the cat. Yeah, they they, uh, they only design the toy. They don't actually make the toy. No. Yeah, yeah. They're not like they're not like in danger or anything. It's like it's not that much better, <laughs> but it keeps their families alive. And <laughs> <so>. um, <laughs> and that's all you can hope for at Christmas, really nowadays, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think they get paid in sweets as well, as well as money. As well as obviously, money, but yeah, they, they get a load of free get paid sweets. In sweets. Yeah, 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 she's always um, a bonus. And <laughs> she's like, "Oh no! If I've just, I, I now know that if this bistro closes, there's no way you can afford to pay these children fair wages." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> because it's it's the it's the fucking profits from the carrot soup that you make that goes towards paying these kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Carrot soup, dirt cheap to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we serve for £500, uh, £500 a bowl. Yeah. And <laughs> in, in this economy, that's cheap. Um, apparently. And uh, and Crystal Wiggs like, yeah, it's a really good soup. It took me back to my childhood. Um, and then and then Harry Styles is like, that's the most magical thing I've heard, and I work for Santa. And then they kiss. <laughs> they kiss. And they kiss. Uh, and and then she she uses she gets Guy Fieri to come. I was gonna say yeah, is is like over the closing me. credits is an episode of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives at Santa's Secret <laughs> yes. Bistro. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> what, what she does is she gets Guy Fieri to come down mm. and learn. How uh, how um, Nick Frost makes the spicy carrot soup, and that publicity is a big event, saves the bistro, and 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 is everything's fine. Keeps now all because, those kids you know, employed. <laughs> yeah, keeps all those the, the North Pole becomes a territory of Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not beholden to UK law anymore. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There we go. That was Santa's secret bistro. Santa's secret bistro. It wasn't really the bistro that was secret, was it? But it, the, was... the bistro was full of secrets. Yeah, the... <laughs> it was full of secrets. Yeah, there's nobody touched that puzzle box. That's for display. Only. <laughs> <laughs>
the 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 child labor factory in the back in the back room that was the secret <laughs> yeah that's right yeah it's the santa's santa's little secret is not the bistro in this one Paul mark if you're listening there's a few good ideas that we've thrown your way maybe next year yep. we can get those uh, on the hallmark channel and yeah. it'll be a nice surprise we'll made. for uh, for for your for your audience uh, yeah, I imagine you can. You, I, mean, I imagine you you're seeing the success of of, of insane movies like Wild Mountain Time and <laughs> and uh, and the the Christmas Ghost of Christmas Hearts, um, and <laughs> and you're like maybe we should get in on that. Well, now you can and, and, with this. And when you make eight hundred movies a year, we've just saved you what seven minutes of pitching time. <laughs> <laughs> We've saved you seven minutes of pitching time in an hour-long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you were entertained. Yes. So, thank you, Hallmark, and thank you for everyone else listening uh, for getting this far in the show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I hope you've had a very good Christmas, because I think this episode has either gone out on Christmas Day or the day after, most likely. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I hope you've had a good Christmas, and I hope this is... Uh, but- this has brought some Christmas cheer to your uh, to your day or your week. Yeah, honestly, what is Christmas Day anymore? It's just a just a floating idea that probably goes around to July somewhere. <laughs> so, um, like you know, listen to it whenever, whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, um, Eden, for 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 coming on the show again. Thank you for letting me come and do a Christmas. <laughs> It was. We did a Christmas together. We have done a Christmas. We have done it successfully. Done a Christmas. Several Christmases, actually. Uh, where can people find you online? Um, I am at Eden's Things everywhere. Most importantly, uh, YouTube uh, is where I make all of the the video essays and whatnot that I make. If you like talking about uh, films and TV or uh, politics or gender, that's where you want to go for that. And uh, at Nerdy Queer Stuff on Twitter is where I make um, nerdy and queer pins, badges, stickers. Uh, go there. Can't get you. Can't get you them by Christmas because Christmas is already gone this year. But I can get you them by next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. Like we said, Christmas. It's a moving. It's a floating it's a state point of mind. At this point. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. You just get it whenever you get it. <laughs> uh, just give gifts to people for this entire for the entirety of twenty twenty one. Yeah, one big yeah. long Christmas. <laughs> um, so if you have enjoyed the show, uh, we would uh, love it if you'd share it with your friends. Um, uh, just you know, post it on social media. Um, put it in one of those threads i find all over the internet where it's like i'm looking for good podcasts anyone seen any good podcasts i have never seen a good podcast that sort of thing um uh i'm looking to get into a podcast what is a podcast you all those you can answer with have you listened to life's a pitch podcast um so if you have enjoyed it and you uh, and you've done all the sharing and things like that then um you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where you can give us a little tiny bit of money tiny 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 little present of money each month in order to keep the podcast going and you get a bunch of free like i say free you get a bunch of stuff that is like bonus content for the show um and more importantly just like all these people you're going to get your name read out every week uh, and those people are Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Wheat Whisk You a Marvis Bisk Husk and a Past Glemule Year. Mr. Breck Mr. Beakfast, we've been successful. Yesterday's Glemule is gone, and today's Glemule is tomorrow. Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, Fingers to Hand, The Time You Later Just Pooped a Little Message Out, Beware 400, Call the Time Primister. James Delaney, Brondra, he's gone, you have to move on. What do you fancy for dinner? Pulvan, gather the children and head south. The busk wheep horn has risen. Brent Black, we have to flee to Polvonia. All of the conventional cities are weeping. The last meal approacheth. The council is ready. Praise 400. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe it. The serial dragon of Wales has been Tom McGrath all along. <gasps> Joseph Hegarty, mighty primistant. We're detecting record levels of glemule in every time stream. We have to call Petvis. That isn't the real Glemule, he's a fraud. Stop him. Jimmy, you have to help me stop your son. I'm sorry, I didn't go back far enough. 
but we have to take him uh, and his company down. Welcome to the Biskvengers. Alex NSFW, Carl the Tester Conclusive, you seem to be immune to jumbling. We could use this. Nikki Hindmarch, Operator, get me an address for Davy Benzo Felix. We need a hacker. Matt, I don't know what a podcast is, but I think we should make one. Eden MW, Tom, let's make it movie related, whatever it is. So thank you to all those people. Some some of which are, may or may not be on the show right now. Yeah, the, the eternal glamour appears to be everywhere. So <laughs> that's definitely the one you're on about, right? <laughs> the eternal glamour is constantly part of the show, even when we're not yeah. recording. <laughs> so we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award. This is the award we're giving out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title. Just had a bit of fun with it. There wasn't many. This week, usually someone ah. guns for it. Someone gives us titles specifically uh, based on existing films. There wasn't many, uh, but Fingers to Hand gave us I Gave You My Heart. So hopefully next I, year, uh, <laughs> Fingers to Hand will give us the last Christmas. But the very next year, you gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next day, yeah. Uh, the, um, I, I like that. The, that is the sequel to. Um, to last Christmas. To, to last Christmas, <laughs> and then the the third one is the very next day you gave it away, the, the, and then the fourth <laughs> one is this year to save me some tears, and then the fifth, <laughs> I'll give it to someone special. Like we'll just go until you can get them all on DVD in a big box set, <laughs> and you get the, the lyrics, lyrics on your whole Christmas. DVD rack. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So, I hope you've had a very Merry Christmas. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Eden MW. Remember who pitched it. <laughs>